forever. Dog. Sassy. Sit back, relax, and let the journey begin. To see the cards from today's episode, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sassy Tarot Pod. That's A S A S S Y Tarot, like a regular tarot, T A R O T P O D. Sassy Tarot Pod. Welcome to Sassy Tarot. My name is Veronica Osorio. What you're listening to is Peter Markendall's music. Brain? Temperance. Here we are in one of those mini-sodes where I teach you about the tarot. We meditate together. We do an interactive read with each other. We talk through one of the cards in the tarot deck. And then we go ahead and, uh, you know, generally know more about it. So I'm very excited because this feels like it's going to take a while to go through all of the cards. But we're about... We're like past the midpoint in the major arcanas. And so if you haven't been listening, we're, I'm going to tell you the journey that we've gone through so that you're like clear on what the fuck is going on. But I highly recommend to go to the beginning of the minisodes and learn The Fool. Because what we're doing right now is The Fool's Journey. So, we started the Major Arcanas with card number zero, which is the fool, the person that knows nothing. We begun a journey that we had no idea what we were going to do with. And then we slowly but surely became the magician. We started manifesting some shit. We learned how to make things happen. We learned how to, like get the tools that we need to create the things that we want and along came our deepest instinct with the high priestess the card number two third major arcana as we were the magician and we were manifesting and creating and gathering the tools that we need we learned who we are we started integrating ourselves We're not just consciousness and subconsciousness and ego and alter ego and ID. We're all one in one big puddle of you. 
everything is the same. There's no black, there's no white, there's no dark, there's no evil, there's no good. Everything is just essence and knowledge of the self, the true instinct. Then we learn that we can bring that also into the material world. And we turn into the Empress, major arcana number four, card number three. The Empress represents savoring the fruits of your labor, getting the rewards, having manifested. It's also a female principle, represents Venus. So once we explore getting our rewards, we also learn hard work, discipline, and the structures that create security through the Emperor, card number four. Major arcana number four. Once we learn to master ourselves, not only our instinct, the things that we create, gather some tools, some information, then we are kind of complete. But what's all this without society? That's where we get to the Hierophant. The Hierophant is dogma, spiritual teachings, schools, anything that has to do with a community, groups. We've mastered ourselves, but we also have to interact with the others. When we interact with the others, suddenly we find someone we're interested in and we don't know why, and they are kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, we're entering the lover's territory, card number six. But we have to learn that in order to get things from the other, we have to not only respect them, but also give them to ourselves first. The integration of the self happens in the lovers. And with that, we move right along into our future, into the next part of our lives with the chariot. Major Arcana, numbered seven. However, Knowing that we can own the world if we want to is pretty cool. But sometimes that's a lion we have to tame. The thirst for power and all the basic instincts just come right along in our journey towards success and our lives. So that's when we have card number eight, the strength. We learn to tame the beast. We learn to tame our wildest instincts. We don't punch that bitch in the face. We don't fuck that guy. We don't just clap back at anyone. We hold it. And we're better for that. Wow. From the moment where we didn't know anything in The Fool until Strength, it's been nine cards. There's a lot to absorb. So it better happen by us going all the way up to a mountain to learn the lessons that we've lived through with the hermit, Major Arcana number nine. Once the hermit is done absorbing, well, life's luck just comes twirling, bouldering your way with the wheel of fortune. Sometimes it's not about the journey that you decide. Sometimes life just throws shit at you or coins. Those are the two choices. So that's major arcana number 10, the Wheel of Fortune. Now, 
when we spin the wheel and we don't know which one we're gonna win, which one of the options, and it's going. Everything seems so messy, but we have to trust that we know exactly what's fair and that we're gonna get what we put in. You put one in, you get one out. In Major Arcana number 11, Justice. Once things have been clarified and everything that the Wheel of Fortune threw in the air fell in the right position and we got what we deserved. Sometimes we wanna, you know, carry on. But life is like, or you're the hangman now. Car number 12. You have to wait until you get fucking enlightened because you haven't understood it. You have to change perspectives, change who you are, change how you do things. Once the hangman learns his main lesson, which is that of letting go, well, guess who comes riding right along? The king of forcing you to let go. Car number 13, death. Galloping in a horse that's also dead. Like the Night King. It's just fancy undead horse. Killing kings and children, popes and peasants alike. Death forces you to transform into something new, something else, something that you've never been before. It forces you to understand that you can't lose your fucking shit all the time and you can't get what you want all the time and that you will get what you deserve and that sometimes life just throws a couple of lemons right at you. And it's not because it's attacking you, but because you need that lemon water in the morning. Some people call it lemonade. Death brings us right to the car that we're seeing today, which is number 14, Temperance. Yeah, that's right. Fucking balance has been achieved. I fucking can't kill it in my fucking life now. <laughs> that's not very tempered. <laughs> really not tempered at all. But it don't matter. Nothing matters to this guy. So what's a card of temperance? Well, you cannot make a sword without heating the iron. All the way to like 500,000 Celsius degrees. I'm coming up with that number, but until it gets red. And then once you get the shape of the metal right, you have to run it through water so that it tempers out and stiffens. Turns into the metal that we see nowadays. So that is temperance. Temperance is knowing how to go. Th temperance is the metal. When the temperance card is here, you are the metal. The heat of life has molded you into a sharp sword. But in order for that to stick, you also have to go through the fucking cold. And then you're sharp as a blade. 
so that's the main lesson of temperance is like if you keep fucking chill under the heat and you keep hot under extremely cold circumstances you'll turn into a sharp blade you turn into a weapon you know why because and every activist knows this when you have temperance in your life there's always proof of who the aggressive person is of who the little bitch is and that makes you dangerous it makes you dangerous in in the face of power it makes you dangerous in the face of rage and provocations and fights and any of the lower emotions not dangerous because you're like out there poking people you know with your end your, your, with your stick with your metal with you you're not poking people but dangerous because it really calls out people's shit so if you're like trying to pick up a fight and you're like wow and the other person like won't react you're like like kind of feel worse like right because now you're being called out into <laughs> being a little bitch and also they're not engaging with you so you can't let any of it out it's just plain embarrassing this card is the card of embarrass the other idiot it's finding the middle way between extremes seeking the center a card of getting centered I go back into myself I rely on myself I am standing here by myself for myself not to be influenced one way or another or to bend like the wind but to kind of be in all options at once and in none at the same time the card of temperance is also Reminiscing of the Two of Cups, the soulmate card. Why? Because the angel standing in the middle of the card is holding two cups and it's blending the water from one to the other. One to the other. On one side of the card and the angel. There's a mountain and a sunset and a landscape of a, a type. And then on the other side of the angel, there are lilies. Tall Van Gogh style lilies. Are these lilies? Let's just say lilies. I don't care. One of his feet is inside of the water. There's a pond. Water means feelings. And one of the feet is outside, touching the earth. His wings, wings are <laughs> erected. And he's blending two cups, like a little chemist, right? From this one to the other, to this one to the other. His third eye is fully illuminated, so he knows exactly what he's doing, he or she. And then he has a triangle on his chest, which, I don't know. 
it's a symbol of alchemy. So it's mixing, it's mixing two sides. It's being a little like, yeah, I'll tell you guys if I'll go tonight, but I really want to, <laughs> right? Politically correct, but also maybe a little sneaky. It's doing everything you need to do in order to be centered. So right after the, the dramatic transformation that happened with the death card, we learn that no extreme is good. We learn that the center is where we're at most peace, where we're almost suspended as people. We go with the flow. We're like in the zone. Have you ever seen like musicians where they like doing like a guitar solo and it's like, how, where is their brain right now? Because they're just going, whatever their brain is, that suspension that happens, that's temperance. It's going in the, into the zone. It's emotional stability. It's sobriety. It's calm. It's patient. It's, um, it's blending. Testing things out calmly to find the right mix. Listen, I test things out cal calmly. <laughs> yeah, I start calmly. This is what I do. I start very calmly to test shit out. <laughs> And then slowly but surely, shit don't go my way. And uh, I tend to lose my shit. So that's not very temperance, right? Temperance is knowing that you're gonna poke here and there and everywhere and you still won't get upset by what, what, what comes out and bites your finger or not. And it's using that information to be better, to create better, to interact better, to exist better. It's moderation, it's balance. Can this be a negative card? <laughs> All of them can. When it's poorly aspected, when it's reversed, when you mix it with other cards that are very untempered, we're talking about lack of balance. Well, extreme behavior, extreme uh, addictions, Anything that's like too hot or too cold. So too hot would be like a five of wands, a ten of wands. Too cold would be like a five of swords, a ten of swords, eight of swords, nine of swords. <laughs> air. The air suit of the deck is pretty cold. Air signs are supposedly cold people. But nothing's black or white, right? Okay, so what do they mean? Those feet, one out, one in, I in, I out. Well, the angel likes to keep both. One of his thing, one of his feet is wrinkly as fuck from the water, and the other foot is just dry, ashy, if you will. <laughs> 
So one of the feet is inside the water, which means you're connected to the subconscious realm. You're not imbued in it. You're not living only in it. You're not consumed by it. You're not fucked in it. <laughs> you're touching it. You know, you have connection to it. The other foot on the earth. You still know about schedules, about time, about resources, about how to do what to do with your body so feeding yourself having sex like everything that it's a bodily function or need you have both some people are only driven by instinct like little idiots most of us are some people are only driven by their needs their physical needs actually not most of us are I don't know I can't tell that I can't generalize the human race The, f the water flowing between the cups. Well, this is about transformation. It's about alchemy. It's uh, alchemy is feelings. Water is feelings. So he's blending feelings, previous feelings with newer feelings. Like, isn't that what we're doing every day? We're going from a set of feelings, a set of beliefs to like obtaining more information or feeling certain ways that we didn't expect and integrating that into who we are, who we are as people until what forms you know a year later two years later five seven years later it's almost an entirely different person from what we were those cups there symbolize that integration it symbolizes adding new ingredients adding the ingredients that will make you flow will make you get in the zone will make you go back to center a little meditation here a little bit of partying there just like you know having a balanced life <laughs> to me instead of balanced life being like you know carbs vegetables meat i'm like <laughs> partying meditating welcome to my nightmare which is my life <laughs> no guys i have a good life <laughs> let's stop talking about it Okay. There's a path behind the angel and the hills with the sundown and everything. And well, I have here in the tarot book that it represents a journey. But is the angel returning? I'm reading now. The angel returning from a journey or preparing to leave? That bitch looks too comfortable to be preparing to leave. Okay. This is a Sagittarius card. I, it, My personal opinion is that this is one of my favorite cards in the deck. I had a reading recently that I did for someone and they got a two of cups, which I already said, it's a soulmate card. It's someone that meets you, sees you eye to eye. It could happen at work, at a workplace. It could be an actual love relationship. It can be any kind of partnership where you're like feeling equal to this other person, right? But it's two of cups, so both people feel the same. And then I just didn't know because of the other cards, I didn't know if that two of cups was enough to be like, you definitely find your match. And then the next card was temperance, confirming to me the exact meaning of the two of cups. It's like in the two of cups, they meet and, and like cheer. And in temperance, they've exchanged fluids of the cups. 
you know, of love. But they're exchanging some fluids and it's a major arcana. So when I saw that card in the reading, it was such a good confirmation of what I already thought. And I was doubting to tell her such a thing, her, yeah, well, her, it was a her, to tell her that such thing was happening. I was a little afraid. Sometimes when you're reading the tarot, that's what happens. You get terrified of saying some kind of theory because, you know, you see one, two, three, four cards and you may get a lot, but you're getting maybe like the story, you're getting it right for whatever reason. But what if someone looks very hopeful and you're telling them like, hey, um, you're gonna find this other person at this work situation. And then they get fucking excited. And then they, it, it tips them off in a way that's like off, you know? Like now they're looking for this, expecting it, wondering where it's at, why it hasn't happened to them. And the thing about that is not like, ooh, she is gonna think Veronica's a bad tarot reader. The thing about that is that the person might vibrationally kick themselves off the path of that thing that they're expecting by being disappointed that it's not here or by expecting it in a way that's like <sighs> needy or not really faith I don't know I don't know how to explain it this is like getting into manifestation stuff but basically how do you tell for a hundred percent to someone like you're gonna meet someone at work right and not have them feel like if they get what if they get extremely hopeful well those are the fears of the two of cups but then when I saw that temperance it was like a mega slam it went Whoa, it's confirmed and I was like fuck yeah and I felt better because now I knew that no matter what this person did they were going to find the right person I know this but there's like a message of being centered so that you can be you need to be in your center when you meet the person that you're going to be with or the partner that's going to help you uh, build your company or the thing that it is that you're dreaming of you need to be centered so that you don't miss them when they come because what if they're so good that you being of center tips them off like oh I don't want to work with this person I'm too good for this and you're like wait and you truly are the worst one in the equation you don't want that you need to be the best version of yourself if possible right so that, that person can match you so that you don't miss it so that you see it so that you know it So usually that's what the temperance card is telling you when it comes out in readings it's telling you hey bitch chill do you know that someone tried to take my parking spot yesterday like this meter was like 
This guy was leaving this meter and I was on the other side of the road, but I saw it and I was alone and I signaled and I'm waiting for this guy to come out. Then this car that's coming out of like way back there notices that this guy's leaving and starts like waiting for him. And I was like, no, 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 I'm waiting. And she was like, I was here first. And I was like, you're a liar. And then she left. And then this other woman just comes in and tries to in the fucking spot behind the first one. And I was like, I'm parking there. And she said, no, you're not. And, and I said, yes, I am. And then she was like, no, you're not. And then I was like, bitch, please. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. And she was like, girl, it's not so bad. You can calm down. And I was like, bitch, please. Like, what the? And then she left. But I am so proud of myself that bitch please is like a thing that would come out of my mouth when I'm being challenged in the street. Like, what? Hell yeah. And it was a big bitch please. Like, you gotta check yourself. Anyway, that's a temperance card. Is <laughs> the bitch please card. Except that they're telling you like, hey, or no 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 it's a bitch please it's also telling you to like calm the fuck down it's basically what it's telling you you gotta calm the fuck down cause it usually signals a period of, of your life where you're gonna be balanced and feeling like everything's happening and feeling like you're flowing with your soulmates and your partners and the people that you're supposed to flow with at work personally whatever or it's telling you you have to get in this place. Or it's telling you that you've found some kind of balance and thinks to that the next stage is happening. Point is, it's a very positive card, even when it's indicating that you have to do something for yourself in order to get what the fuck it is that you want. Um, I love this. When I see the temperance card, I usually feel like it is a two of cups. It's like a blessing in disguise. It's it's a moment where like life is telling you, yes, I'm with you. And it's one of my favorite cards because it's a Sagittarius card and I don't really understand why. Cause the stigmas about Sagittarius is that they burn and they go fast and like, they're like kind of rude. And that's true. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's true, but it's funny. I'm a satirizing, so to me it's really funny because I like having an excuse for my bullshit. Um, but this card is like the card of literally not being like that. And it's so curious to me, like, why? Why this one? Why is this one Sagittarius? Maybe because there's something wise about just telling people shit like it is. And that's actually the most temperate thing that you can do. You don't have to be aggressive like I was, but maybe it's just like a loving thing to do, to tell people off. Self-loving anyway. Sometimes you don't have to put up with shit. <laughs> Some people do and they're fully out of balance. Some people put up with shit just because they think they have to. And they become really unbalanced. I mean, everyone goes through that. At one point in my life, I thought I should 
just keep dating this guy who clearly hates me. <laughs> LOL. But then I went to, through death and then transformation. And, you know, I went through the entire Major Arcana with this guy and the entire rest of the cards, the 78 cards I went through with this guy. Anyway, guys, did you mildly enjoy this shit? <laughs> if you did, you should uh, give us five stars, subscribe, you know, do the entire thing. But what I want to do right now is I want to pull some cards and I want to invite you to participate in our interactive reading. How does it work? You know it, but I'm going to repeat it just so that the energies align. I should be shuffling and not uh, doing coloring. No coloring. Wow. I'm shuffling for the interactive. Can you hear what I'm saying? This motherfucker. Okay. Everybody at home, just think of a thing something that's tormenting you, something that's like bugging you, a topic that's in your mind, something that you need, something that you need to know something about, something that a, a one card general read for the entire group of people who listen to this, even if it's just that one little tiny answer that's just so general, will help you. Think of a topic. You don't believe in it? Eh, just pick a card to see what it says. Random. Mm. Mm. Wow, I love this music. I'm finishing shuffling. Listen, Peter's making music, I'm shuffling. Are you thinking of your shit? Because you have to do homework too. It's a part of the interactive reading. ASMR videos of this, of just this bullshit, and I put them on. <laughs> I was just planning around. Did any card fall? Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready for this bullshit. Now that you've thought of your topic, I want you to pick a card. I'm pulling the cards right now. <laughs> I want you to <laughs> stop flopping. I want you to think of a card. It could you can pick a, you you need to pick a card. You can pick card number one, card number two, or card number three. I haven't put them on the table yet, but if a number already came your way, put that energy in there, bitch. Cart one, two, and three. If you 
if you pick card number one. Peter, you have your card? Is it the one as always? Change cards? You have your card? Why you always tell me your card before I even know? I haven't even picked my own number. All right, I picked it. Are you guys ready? What's your number? Oh, motherfucker. If you picked card number one. Well, four of pentacles. This motherfucker stalks the fucking interactive reads. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. Wow. This is what I'm going to say. You're holding tight to whatever it is that you think defines you as successful, accomplished, stable, powerful, or the thing that you think is giving you stability right now. You're holding on like a mofo. You're holding on so tight to whatever this is that you're unable to move. You're holding on so tight to this thing that you think you're gonna lose all your money if you if you just kind of like loosen up a little bit. You think that you're going to lose everything you have that keeps you stable. But here's the thing about the deck I pulled and it's the after tarot. You're calling in an early death if you don't let go. Now don't get scared. You're not calling in an early death like you're gonna die soon. I'm saying that this stress of keeping this up is gonna get to you. It's gonna get to your body, to your psyche, to yourself. That maybe the things you're holding on to so tightly, well, they don't have to crush you. If you're holding on because you think it's a it's a wise thing for now you need to do it. Do it. But don't like stress out so fucking much. If you picked card number 2. Page of wands. Wow. This card can signify it can mean so many different things but when a page of wand comes out this is a message of passion a fiery start a fiery new beginning could this be about passion and love and sex yes could this be also about a creative endeavor yes could this be about something that you always wanted to do like traveling and you've never felt like you are capable of or, or know how yes 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 You're leaving it all behind to follow that wand. God knows I've done that. <laughs> no? So you're basically starting anew. You feel like there's something that's like calling your attention, catching your eye. This is a card I pick. Something that's catching your eye that's new to you, that's making you horny for it. Again, could be a person, project, anything that lights your fire. Currently. 
and you're going for it. You're not going to let it go. You're going to study it. You're going to like learn it. You're going to learn to use that staff because it was just giving to you. It was, it's a messenger of passion. In the after tarot though, the page of wands goes to pursue this wand. And in the background, we see a woman kind of like staying behind. So what, what other person maybe are you leaving behind in order to pursue this? And you're fully unafraid. So whatever it is, whoever it is, unless you're killing them by doing that, literally physically dead just leave them and go pursue your wand most projects you don't have to be so radical that you need to actually leave a person behind so maybe it's about fear it's about something you're holding on to no more time to go if you picked card number three you got the five of wands and the way their cards are placed, it seems like the Page of Wands is walking directly into this group of five children who just, who were sparring. So the Five of Wands is a card where like five characters have just like played fought. If you watch Game of Thrones, you know, like the Night Watch, the guys from the wall would like practice like swordsmith so like killing with the sword uh with wooden swords so that's kind of the five of wands what does the fuck what the fuck does that mean in order <laughs> in your life right um well it means that you may be dealing with like influence from several different peoples who are pulling you in different directions i see a family like everyone wants to go to a different place this Saturday and you can't fucking agree or a writer's room where everyone has the best idea ever and they all want their idea to happen or it could be that you feel divided in several loyalties you have too many passions and you're feeling split once as I have already expressed is the passion of the heart the passion of the fire the fire that burns your soul that fire that's endless life, life force and fives usually signify like a radical change and they usually have to do with our interactions with the other because they're minors to the hierophant which is dogma community dogma community radical change passion of the fire of the heart so what passionate endeavor is seeing some change because of a specific social structure that you're part of. Are your interests split because you, ha you owe something to your community? Because you owe something to a group of people that you think dominate you or your decisions? Why do they? Do they really have the right to do that or is that something that you've told yourself? Are they your bosses? Well, yeah, they kind of dominate your fucking shit, you know? But let's just say you want to express your painting on weekends and everyone in your family is making fun of you. Or you want to go and do some other shit. You want to pursue your passions, your wants. And you feel like you owe it to 
your spouse or your SO or their family or your family to do what's right for them. Kindly walk away. Oh, I'm glad I picked car number two, my god. So if you're like me and pick car number two, congrats! If you're of the other idiots, boo. <laughs> what if I just made fun of people like... Well, I'm kind of making fun of you, but nothing major. It's a general read. It shall pass. Don't worry about it. If I was too accurate that it spooked you, please leave a comment. Um, and if not, just, you know, carry on. Don't take the message. Take it as a warning and don't manifest it into your life. Well, I think that's it. Thank you so much, guys, for being here. In the next episode, we're going to be exploring card number 15. The devil. The devil. Stick with us. Subscribe. Give a five stars. The super amazing music that you've been listening to <laughs> is from the brain of Peter Mark Kendall, as always the incredible information that you've received today it comes from like half made up half things I've kind of read <laughs> and it comes from my brain so I'm your host Veronica Osorio and I'll uh, see you next week I love you This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarche. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. <laughs>